0: Hey, greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have Hennika Watkins-Porter all the way from Jamaica today, and she's an entrepreneur, a coach, a four-times author, an international speaker, and the host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast that she's been doing over three-plus years, I believe, where she has interviewed some of the big names out there, Sid Sidgårdian. Richard Branson, John Lee Dumas, and others. She's also the CEO of Patwa Apparel, and we'll find out what that's all about. And she's also been managing Caribbean's first virtual conference and expo. We'll learn about that too. Having said that, let's go ahead and welcome her and hear from Henneke herself. Welcome, Heneka. Thank,
1: thank you, Rajiv. Thank you so much. It is my pleasure to be here, and um, just want to say shout out to all of your community members.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, when did you embark on this journey? You're, you're juggling a lot of balls uh, here right now. So when did you embark on this journey and how did you make the pivot into apparel and then virtual summits? What's going on? <laughs>
1: All right. So I grew up in the rural area of Jamaica, St. Mary, and of um, course, from very humble beginnings, you know, never had the fame and fortune <laughs> that some people crave. And, um, I just, you know, I was, was brought up by an adopted grandmother who, you know, did her best to ensure that I would, got an education and as well as, you know, supported by my, my maternal grandfather as well. So that's pretty much how I started. I went to high school in that same parish and later I left and started working. Once I started working, I recognized, well, even before I started working, I had this deep desire to start my own business. And in wanting to start my own business, um, after agonizing over many various options, I landed on Patois Apparel, which it was, um, the inception. It was all about the Jamaican language and how I would use, you know, the, the, the vernacular and put an interpretation in English and, and make it kind of a lifestyle brand for those that are really, you know, having this affinity towards Jamaica. So that's pretty much how I started. And after that, I did it for a few years part-time and I eventually went full-time in the business. And one thing leads to another. And what I find is that though I was doing this business, which somewhat I'm no longer doing it, but um, it's not quite dead because I intend to look um, to get a partner to resurrect it to its fullest. But um, so many mistakes from that. But one thing led to another, and I started to do, um, you know, speaking to various audiences, not just in Jamaica, but also um, just recently, I'm coming out of the U.S., you know, doing three um, speaking engagements there and, you know, other areas in the Caribbean and so on. So it's been that journey. And then I recognize that my passion is really about sharing um, knowledge and paying it forward, you know, my entrepreneurial journey, sharing that with others. And then i um discovered podcasting three years ago when I discovered podcasting, I am like, oh my gosh, i have always wanted to do media because whilst I was in university, I applied, well, initially I applied to do mass communications and that application went through, Um, you no, know, you know, it was not accepted. I ended up doing management studies and sociology as a double major. So having that desire as well to be a part of media and then coming full circle, discovering um, podcasting and from that connecting with some of the world's best like you have mentioned in your intro connecting with them I later discovered you know what I want to do um a virtual uh, conference and expo to really now connect you know all these um persons that I've been interviewing with my community and so in 2013, 2017 rather the same year I started the podcast a few months after I did the virtual summit and it's as if life is coming back full circle because I'm in the middle now of planning another one because the, the coronavirus has caused us to pivot. Because I was planning in the middle of planning a live event, you know, a leader cast live, um, which is broadcasted from the U.S. And, um, you know, I've been streaming into Jamaica for over two years. Now, it would have been our fifth event in May and now having to, to pivot because, you know, there's this um, outbreak of the coronavirus and now, it has caused me to go back to where I started, which is my virtual event, which I'm now planning. So.
0: <laughs> All right. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your previous, uh, you know, when you were actually working, you know, your previous life. Mm-hmm. So what were you doing? Uh, were, were you on a, a, on a job before you started the apparel right. company? Right.
1: Right, so I was doing prior to that. I worked at um, I worked with you know two major companies. I mean, my first job out of high school was with the government. I worked in an accounting um, area. I didn't even like accounts, but anyway, I <laughs> I started you know you know from a very clerical level, and then after that, I I got a job at one of our major distribution companies in Jamaica um, in the field of procurement. Pretty much started at a clerical level as well, and, and moved up to a buyer. So in in the you know in the procurement department, which is uh, it was a lot of work, <laughs> um, a lot of fun, but a lot of hard work. Eventually, I left that job, and moved into the same area um, procurement again. This time with well, it was a quasi government setting. It was part government at the time, part you know kind of a private like um, operation. So it was with the Port Authority of Jamaica. And it was, uh, of course, it's the seventh um, natural, uh, largest natural harbour in the world, and nobody nobody leaves that job, right? With you know, because um, that position was to be buying parts for that for that port, right? Nobody leaves that job. But it was then that I started agonising over doing my own business, and the idea came to me one day when I was actually recuperating. From a minor operational procedure I'd done at one of our university hospitals here, so that's how it started on August seven, two thousand seven, when the idea came and I acted on the idea.
0: Awesome! I, I you know I see a lot of uh, certificates up on the wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yes.
0: so did you spend a lot of time studying as well?
1: Well, um, not really a lot of time. I did high school and and, and I left. Um, well, I attended sixth form in at my. High school, so I spent seven years there. So for, uh, five years in at the high school level, and two years at the upper and lower sixth form. Then after that, I worked for a bit, and then I think I worked. I left in nineteen ninety-seven, high school, and then I worked up to two. Uh, I worked in up to two thousand and eleven. Yes, I worked up to two thousand eleven. Um, in that time between two thousand and three, two thousand and six, I went to university. Um, where initially I did it part time, so I worked full time and went to university part time. In my final year, I worked full time and went to university full time. <laughs> I and and picture this, I didn't even have a motor vehicle at the time, so it was like suicide. Yeah, it, it it was tough, but I I um I persevered, and I believe I'm all the better for it. So uh, some of those certificates are part time, you know, short horses that I would have done. Outside, um, I would have had voice and speech training. There are some certificates, uh, from my high school too, where I did some interesting that you see that, you know, that is why it is important that you do video. No, I, no, I get it because, you know, looking on the wall, it, it really is a piece of conversation, right? So part of that is my high school, um, certificate that I, I remember running, entering some race in, um, <laughs> I, I think it was the first time. I was never athletic because I was always hiding away from physical education classes. But, um, in my sixth form year in grade, I think I was in grade 12 at the time, lower six, when I entered the races, I think I was placed, that one says I was placed second and third. I was placed second and third in a race. And then I remember one race I did, Reggie, where, um, and it, for me, such an important lesson of life, really, because I did the 800 meter. I had no stamina for 800 meter. I had no energy, but I did it for the fun of it. But You know, it was, what was looking back was so interesting that when everybody had completed their laps, everybody had completed and, and, and gone off the field long before I was still running my 800 meter race. And you know what? It taught me that I just needed to persevere, even when I'm the only one on the track, right? Complete the race that you have started, finish the race that you've started, because I intended to do that, and I did it.
0: Awesome. That's pretty awesome. You know, I I like the way you put all your certificates out there, no matter how big or small they are, and I think Mm -hmm. that that says a lot about it, right? Especially in today's time when we're talking about self-education versus, you know, education at the university, and there's a whole debate going on around, hey, is going to university really useful. You know, we spend so much money on it and all that. And, you know, different people have different perspectives. I have my own perspectives as well. But I do think it's great that, you know, we to recognize every single thing that we have done throughout your life. And I think it has a place in your life. You know, it, it you are shaped by what you've done throughout your life. And each of those certificates out there is a marker in your life that tells you a little bit more about yourself to you. Yes, right. and
1: you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you know, even when I look, so let me turn, if I can turn the um, yeah. a little more, and you see. So, on the wall, I have all those lanyards, yeah. Um, they mean so much to me, like, it tells a story when you look at it, it tells a story of the places that I've been, and you know, the, the, the events that would have impacted my life and that I would have had interest in. And a lot of them coming from the days when I promoted Pato Apparel a lot across the world. And I would have gone to events and I have all of those. So whether I've I, I've you know gone as an attendee, I've gone as somebody who is selling, you know, as a vendor, or, you know, it it's just an or a speaker or a myriad of other things, right? So it for me it is just so important that I just have them there and I haven't really gone through them in a long while. But I know one of these days I'm just going to, you know, take a pause and just have a look at all the places I've been and how they have impacted my life,
0: and that's pretty awesome. You know, it's not for it's not to show others, but it's for you. It's for you to know how far you've come, and and it also gives you the energy to keep going on the journey that you're already on. So that's pretty awesome,
1: <laughs> right? You know, oh my gosh, this this conversation could have been a whole lot about you know the things that really impacted and all the things the things that are on the wall in my little office. So like this office space is a little room in my house. Mm-hmm. It is really tiny, but I love it so much because everything in here means so much to me. And I realize, you know, it, it just embodies who I am. I'm looking at um, one of the plaques the, the on my wall when I, act, when I entered into a competition uh, called mm-hmm. Capital Quest here in Jamaica. It was for um, capital to be awarded to companies and, um, for, you know, investment. And it was a live, it was a, not live, but it was a TV series. And that went on for seven weeks. And every week, it was just so gri- gripping and grilling that every week, persons would tune in to see what would happen next. So it was a reality show. And, um, and, and, you know, my company was a part of that. So that made me proud. I'm also looking on the wall where I have, um, you know, the, my, my trademark from the US and also from, from, from Europe, where, you know, I trademarked my, my, my logo, my brand. And and just like just so many things. Even oh gosh, let me not get carried away. Let me take it back for me.
0: <laughs> no, like, that's pretty like, awesome. Going down memory lane
1: right now and it's just interesting.
0: You know, one of the questions that I did have for her or you is uh you know, you mentioned going from working to becoming an entrepreneur mm-hmm. when you started Padua. and then after that, you went on further to discover podcasting, decided to get into podcasting. And now you've got courses where you're trying to help others and all that. So that's an evolutionary journey as you, mm. as you go along. What are some of the things that you faced that probably brought you to the edge of giving up? And uh, you know, you, you did not give up. It's pretty evident, but what are some of the pivots some of the struggles that you've seen as a part of your journey
1: <laughs> how long do we have <laughs> all right so here's the thing um my life i think embodies one of resilient success triumph victory and and those are not traits because they're in and of themselves but they are traits that arise from the circumstances that i have gone through as a person From the very, a very young age, like, you know, I was born to a teenage mom, never had dad around, never knew him until I was 11. I was abused and, um, all of those things. But it's interesting that when somebody goes through those, you can take two, um, options. You can choose to do one of two things. You can choose to, you know, see it as an excuse to, um, for it to hold you back and blame everybody in the world but yourself. Or you can look at those things that you've been through and determine in your heart that they are going to be motivating forces for you. They're going to be factors um, that motivate and inspire you. And so I have chosen to let them motivate and inspire me. But even with part the I started it. Like there were moments when I thought, "Why did I even leave my full-time job to do this thing?" Because you know, when I, I started that whole when well, I started part-time when I was working. And then eventually I quit my job and, um, you know, work from home until after a while I got uh, a physical space, which in retrospect, that was a bad idea. More more of an ego boosting trip than it was anything else. Right. But it was those moments sometimes when I didn't see the sales coming in when I needed to see the sales coming in. And it was very disheartening for me. I mean, the, the brand has gone through some valleys, you know, there are moments when it got disheartened that I really don't want but coupled with that, so I was always trying other things. And, um, you know, one of the things I started was a sauce line. And that sauce line oh. was, you know, we started with jam, Jamaican jams, um, mm-hmm. jerk sauce and barbecue sauce. And in line with where my Paso power brand is, which is a focus on the Jamaican language, I created a name for that brand, which was in line with, you know, the culture, which was a a, a name. A dialogue, a name based on a dialogue, or a dialect, or a patois. And in selecting that name for this sauce line, you know, it was doing very well. I got featured on TV for it. Um, it was launched. The media was there to support me. I traveled overseas to, to see buyers, all of those things. And then in the middle of all of that, uh, you mm-hmm. know, even got grant funding, in the middle of all of that, um, a restaurant who had the same name, for what I'd named myself came after me say that I was, oh yeah, to say that I was infringing mm-hmm. copyright on their trademark. Um, of course, they weren't even registered, but I don't want to dwell too much on that because you know, we eventually have settled because I decided that nothing is worth my peace of mind, so I had to settle
2: financially.
1: And you know, in retrospect, it's a decision that I would not have made, but I have to take comfort in the fact that. When you're in business, you make a decision right and you and and it's important whether it's the wrong or the right one, it's important for you to take a decision and in taking that decision um though it may not have been the best decision at the time, I took it, and I have to be at peace with it, but you know, like I had done so many labels and stuff because it was gonna go like you know it I even got nominated for best new food item in the premier food awards that is here. And that was just so huge. Right. I didn't win the nomination, uh, in the category, but being nominated was, was amazing. And, you know, I have a lot of stuff, um, uh, keep, keepsake for that. But I, it was just recently that I went through those labels because I, I, I was just, although I'd given up well, to, to, to quit and say, you know what, I'm not going to pursue this anymore. But for some reason, I held on to the labels because there were lots of labels. I held on to them. And that incident happened or settled maybe about three years ago. And it wasn't up until sometime last year that I finally, um, became at peace with the idea of letting go, you know, letting go of the labels and discarding of them. And, um, I think I only kept one because I, I love, I know you can tell that I love to the memories to look back and, and, sure. and trace my life and stuff. So that was, it was a very hard thing. And I, and, and the thing about me is that I've always been one to keep going. So sometimes I didn't pause long enough to, um, to, to, to face the emotions that go along with each event. And so it was like, okay, it's nothing. You just keep going because that's what we do. You know, you just keep going. But when, when I take a pause long enough to reflect on how far I've come and what, you know, the impact on, What each of these things meant and, and so on. Um, I, it put things into perspective for me and teach me about myself and, you know, what to do next time and how to do it better next time and so on. So there have been many, 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 um, many, many struggles. Even when I was doing, um, you know, Capital Quest, which was that TV show there, many days I wanted to give up because I was in competition with some of the best entrepreneurs in Jamaica. And it was really hard, um you know, and I like I can't just running a business alone is hard, let alone you're competing um you know, and it was the call times alone, like we had to be there sometimes from five a m uh, you know and and go up to all nine eleven eleven p m sometimes so it was it was hard, so that was physically uh grilling, but not only was it physically grilling, it was um, mentally as well, you had to, you know, be on it, you, you chose and stuff. And it was during that time that I was also faced with, um, my, my, my grandfather, my alien grandfather who I was taking care of, who later died. And I was taking care of, I was going through what we call church hurt at the time. Um, and sometimes relationship issues. So. It was a number of things and, and having looked at, you know, look back in retrospect and see that, you know, what you've been through it all, you know, and and, and just, yeah, you've, you've been through it all. <laughs>
0: you know, one of the things that I say is one of the things we need to avoid in life is regret, yes. which is, you know, I could have done that. I should have done that. If I had done that, I would have been here. You know, you should never have that or things that, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And I see that a lot with you when you talk about taking decisions and owning those decisions, no matter the outcome, whether good or bad. And I think that's a great, great thing because, you know, that's how you progress. And Mm -hmm. when you look back, you can definitely say you have no regrets because, you know, you did what you had to do at a point in time and you are where you are because of the decisions that you made. Exactly. That's, That's pretty awesome. When you actually began podcasting, Mm-hmm. take us through your podcasting journey and how did you land these big names? Uh, you know, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure the listeners would be interested in that.
1: Oh, that journey of podcasting. So it was during that time when I was looking for the next best thing because um, my business, as I mentioned, was kind of going, you know, being on the downward, on a downward spiral. And I wanted to find a way. Uh, so let's fast track. During that time I was doing the business, it's when I started writing my books in the middle of it. And it's when I started um, I started a radio show, um, a traditional radio show here in one of on one of our stations in Jamaica, and I did it because I wanted to reach a broader audience. You know, it was it was aired in Jamaica, but it was also streamed so that the diaspora had access to it. But I wanted bigger. And I remember attending a conference and speaking. Like, I, it's, it's not just any one thing, but I suppose I'll share this one part because there are many dots connecting to to get to that point but um one of them that stands out is the fact that i went to this conference somebody um a friend who's our friend spoke and you know i've always heard of her in fact she was actually on my radio version of the show um i worked as a producer so i was not the one who directly contacted her so the producer got her on my show and um i met her at the conference in person she went you know when she finished the panel I kind of asked her, so how do you manage to get all these sponsors and stuff? And, and you know, I'm doing this show and sometimes it's such a struggle. And so she was telling me that, you know, perhaps the best thing to do is kind of go um, look at the digital options, create a following online so that no persons can see what you're doing and you become for more attractive sponsors. So mm-hmm. in saying that, there was another person at the conference or the event who reached out to me as well and, you know, suggested to me a podcast. So when I... Connected again with with the first person, the friend who reached out. You know, I spoke with first, um, and I told told her that this you know person says suggest a podcast, and she said, "Oh yeah, podcasting is hot now and so on." And it was at that point that he shared three podcasts with me: "Next by Andrew Warner, and um, John Lee Dumas's "Entrepreneurs on Fire," and there was another one which I don't remember, <laughs> but. I began listening to Entrepreneurs on Fire and I became hooked, literally became hooked to the show. I was listening because all the guests that he was bringing on were inspiring. And I thought, yeah, this is great. And I remember one of the, I think one of the episodes that I listened to, it says something that, you know, if, um, if I do a five star rate and something about rate and review and send a screenshot, he will do the audio bumper, do an audio bumper. And so it was at that point that I reached out to him and said, hey, um, this is my here's my review. I'd love for you to do my audio bumper for a podcast because by now I had determined in my heart that I was going to do a podcast. And he did it in, in such a quick turnaround time. And, you know, I just sent him the, the text and he, he did it and stuff. And since then we've connected. Like, excuse me, we've met in person. Um, and when I reached out for him to be the first person on my show, he was. He responded graciously. He's been on my virtual summit. So, with with John Lee Dumas, it was more like you know having this relationship, building a relationship with him, and genuinely uh, engaged in what he was putting out. And and so you know, one thing leads to another really, because usually the domino effect takes place. And so, because he was gracious enough to um to be a guest and to to be so accommodating and facilitating, I was able now to leverage that and say to others, hey. Um, I have John Lee because on my show. The, you know, this is what I am about and so on and so forth. Will you also be a guest? And so the, the, the yeses become a lot more, um, it became easier. And then for Richard Branson, that was different because I am, uh, well, it was a Branson Center entrepreneur. We have the Branson, um, Center of Entrepreneurship, Turbion. I was one of the entrepreneurs at the, you know, that's, that's in that center benefiting from, um, you know, capacity building and so on. So he was coming to Jamaica to relaunch the, the center, which was relocating from Montego Bay into Kingston at the time, which was in 2017, 2017. And that was a day before my birthday. So I reached out to the then CEO and asked, you know, will you be able to make this um, connection for me to do the interview? And one thing led to another and I was there and we had a great time. I shared a story of you know, when Richard came into the room, he looked at my hair because I had braids and stuff and, you know, I love colors and he was there and he was like, oh, I love your hair. And so we did a brief interview, maybe last like about 15 minutes or so. And then he jumped off the stool that he was sitting on so quickly as though, you know, just. Want the interview to be done because he's here for fun, not for talking, right? And he jumped off and he took my hair as though you know, and we like we we're back to back, put it over his head as though he had locks, and that photo kind of went, um, um, you know, went around a bit here in Jamaica. So it was it was a great time.
0: Pretty awesome, you know. By the way, John was my first interview as well.
1: Oh lovely, lovely! Yeah. He's such a sweet down person
0: yeah he's he's actually done pretty well for himself, you know yes. I'm, I'm pretty amazed at what he created and how he jumped on the podcasting bandwagon seven plus years ago before it was even you know
1: i think <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, seriously right it's it's only the last year or two that it's kind of been growing as much
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: all right, and then, what are your books about? Let's talk about your books.
2: Sure.
1: So, um, in the intro, we talked about four, but by know it's five, five, um, five books awesome. that I've written. Yes, great. Thanks. So the first book was, uh, 15 Hints of Entrepreneurial Success, uh, Lessons from a Caribbean Businesswoman. And that book was, it came about because I, I had pretty much, um, wings in my way <laughs> in un- uh, entrepreneurship, not having, um, uh, what we say the color of connection nor the surname that would open doors for you. But um, I, I figured it out, you know. I cracked the code, <laughs> and I was able to learn a lot. And I wanted to pay that forward, so that's what that first book was about—to share some of the lessons, you know, what in what what what, what allows for and accounts for some of the successes that I've had, you know, the customer service is important, you know, you market, you network, and so on. So some of those lessons, and I tried to get together fifteen of those. And then it was, um, after that, it was a book called Motivate, Inspire, Provoke, which is really a book of quotes that I put together so that I will, um, yeah, so that I would just inspire people based on the quotes. So that's number two. Number three is a book called Sermon Notes, a 52 week devotional for um, quiet meditation where, you know, you, you, I love to connect with source and calm and relax and, and just reflect. And number four, co-authored with, uh, Dr. Vernet A. Joseph is another devotional called, according to his word, a 31 day devotional for entrepreneurs. And the fifth one, which is the one that I'm promoting now that was just published in January. It's called podcast power, the quick start guide to launching and leveling up your brand. So. All my books are part of my experience and part of who I am. So they're not necessarily, um, all the same. Like, you know, the entrepreneurship book is different from the podcasting book is different from the, um, from the devotional, but they're all, they all form, uh, form a part of who I am. And I'm just a dynamic individual who embrace all my different aspects.
0: Absolutely, and have you self published these, or have you had
1: a yes, publisher? Yes, Um, they're all self published. The the first one, though, self published was done through, uh, an, uh, a publishing house, but um, they're all self published.
0: And where can people find these?
1: They are available on my website, henikawatkins dot com um, slash books. Where, you know, on the book tab, you go, you find it. They're all available on Amazon as well, Amazon dot com. So
0: awesome, mm-hmm. and. Uh, So what else are you doing? You've done a lot. You know, we've we've gone through a whole slew of things that you've done. And I think the last one, or probably the last two, maybe even not even, I shouldn't even say last. I don't know what you're going to do next. But, uh, (laughs) you know, coaching was one and speaking is the other. So can you talk a little bit about some of your uh, courses or some of the things that you teach?
1: Right. So, um, you know, I'll come to that in a minute. Just want to say, too, that the LeaderCast uh, event is one of the major things that I have been doing, um, but sadly may have to either cancel or postpone this year's event. Not sure where we'll go just yet based on the coronavirus outbreak. But um in terms of the areas in which I teach, so I speak first of all, I speak on areas relating to podcasting, relating to entrepreneurship and even my faith. Um talking about, you know, winning at all odds and, and, and how to shine regardless. So I'll speak on those topics, um, and, and leadership as well when i do workshops and and my workshops are mainly podcast based my coaching entrepreneurship and podcast um related so you can always connect with me to coach you uh to start a podcast or if you if you believe that you you're just too busy you know many consultants um and professionals really have a challenge in finding and carving all the time to create their own podcast so I produce podcasts, um, for, for, you know, professionals who want and for corporates as well, who just can't seem to find the time to do it. So I'll either coach you to do it or you can contract me to do it. So that is what I'm really excited about. In addition to putting together right now a conference, a virtual conference. And the first one I did, and I think life is a way of just coming full circle because I did the virtual conference in 2017. Given what is happening right now, you know, health-wise and so on, and the, the panic and the anxiety, everybody's all thinking, oh, let's go virtual. So I am actually in um, high planning mode for my next virtual event, which is going to be somewhere between April and May um, of this year.
0: This has been great, Hennika. We've learned a lot about you and the things that you do. So one of the things that I do want to ask is what would you like your legacy to be? You know, hmm. where do you see yourself? I don't know, 5, 10, 15 years from now.
1: All right. So I have a purpose of life transformation through inspiration. So people a lot of people I've known to be living vicariously through my eyes and knowing my part of my story, because you never ever know the full story, knowing part of my story and where I'm at today and how I inspire. I want my legacy to be that I inspire you to act and take a decision and to move forward, whatever it is that you idea that you have don't have these great ideas and sit on them i want you to act but also most importantly it it wouldn't i don't necessarily want to be remembered for all the great things that i've done i want to be remembered for the way that i would have impacted somebody's life to make a difference to for them to make a change and so one of the things i'm actively trying to find the resources to do right now is for my ministry that is called grace to grow because we all need grace to grow you know had it right. not been for something that caused a shift in our lives, we would have been down um, a slippery slope. So I want that legacy to be one that inspire you to to know that you, you have a second chance or third or fourth or whatever.
0: And what would be one thing that you would want to leave with our listeners today?
1: I just want to say thank you so much. First of all, to you, Rajiv, for having me. But to your listeners, um, you know, if you we, if we do this recording and nobody listens, then perhaps what's the point? So I really thank you um, for tuning in to listening to this episode, you know, as I talk and share with you and Rajiv what's been happening. Be yourself. Don't be afraid to be you. Everybody else is taken. So it's best that you be yourself.
0: That's great. And where can people find you?
1: Absolutely great to share that. So, um, I'm available on all social media, but not all, but, uh, mainly Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And of course, um, the number one place that you can go and find me is com. So if you look for my name, henikawatiusportcher, you'll find me on social media. Google has a number of pages. When I, when I Google my name, there are a number of pages that come up <laughs> with, with with that response. And um, so when you go to my website, com, there is a WhatsApp icon, icon towards the end, the bottom right of the page. Just send me a WhatsApp. It comes directly to my phone. I really want to hear from you. I want to connect to you wherever you are in the world. If you are important to me, I want to hear from you.
0: Well, thank you so much, Henneka, for joining us today. And thank you for sharing your life, your life story and your aspirations and your inspiration. Thank you so much.
1: And thank you, Reggie. It's a pleasure.
0: Hey, I hope you liked that episode. Please make sure you tune in to Plan B Success podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform, or you could even go to YouTube, or you could check out the episodes on planb.life or rajivmudumba.com. And please make sure that you subscribe so that you get updates on these episodes coming out pretty much on a weekly basis. There's three episodes coming out on a weekly basis. And take a moment to leave a review and a comment on any of the platforms that you subscribe to. Thank you very much.